Amen. We have the privilege of one of our general overseers, all the way from God's own country, Nigeria, Reverend Festus Adewali, is the general overseer of Christ, Christ Crusader Deliverance Ministry, and it will be a blessing to us this morning. Amen. Good morning, I hand over to you, sir. Apostle, sir. You are muted, sir. Morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. I have a to you, sir. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you. We appreciate your grace, of your mercy. Mm. We want to thank you for keeping us alive to witness a new day. Amen. We want to thank you for our salvation. We want to thank you for your care, your love over our life. Father, I say, thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I step aside for you this morning. Minister to your people in the name of Jesus. Amen. And at the end, let's have a cause to glorify you. Amen. Jesus, mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, before I proceed, I would like to appreciate God's servant for this rare privilege given to me to minister to the people of God. I cannot take it for granted. God bless you. I want to appreciate everyone that is online now. I believe that God is going to speak to us. Uh, my message, my time this morning is life. Life is so much. Life is so much. In the book of Job, chapter 14, verse number one, man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He flees also as a shadow and continue not. There are still stages in life. When we are in our mother's womb, which uh, is the first stage of our life, we were there for nine months. Why were they in our mother's womb? God was taking care of us. Our feeding, our life, everything. It was God that was in charge. So after nine months, the queen child will stay for 10 months in her mother's womb that there will be no trouble. People begin to bother and they begin to move the woman from one hospital to the other because it has gotten to the uh, age of delivery. So after nine months, a woman will go to labor room and deliver his child. Life is in three stages. We are in the second stage of life, which is the eighth. And uh, this eighth, the moment we are born, our destiny is in our hand and our parents. So whatever that happened to you here on this earth is a choice. What God is bothered about is after death, he will take over again. You can choose to serve God. You can choose not to serve him. God has no power over our way. But after death, there's no more. There's nobody that can control himself. So we are coming back to him again. When we in our mother's womb, he was in charge. And after we have died, he's going to be in charge. And he's going to be the one that will determine where we are going to spend eternity. If everyone is thinking of this, nobody will go and perpetrate evil. Because 
you know, we are here as a pilgrimage, we are here as a sojourner, we are here as a stranger. Some of us now, our grandparents have died. Some of us, like me now, I don't have parents again, I'm an orphan. So there was a time they lived, but when the time came, their time came, they died and they were buried. If Christ is to come now, every one of us, um, if Christ is to come, you know, some of us who don't have 50 years again to live, all of us would have died 100 years to this time. Then after death, I think that should be our major concern. But I discovered that people don't bother about it. Now, in the book of First Timothy, First Timothy chapter 6, I always go to that place to remind myself. In the book of First Timothy chapter 6, Verses, but godliness with contentment is a great gain. For we brought nothing to this world, and it is certain. Can you see how that place is constructed? And it is certain, it is very, very sure that we can carry nothing out. Now, if we are busy going about, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to have this estate. I want to buy private jet. I want to be this. I want to acquire this. And at the end of the day, we are not going back with anything. And whatever we, whosoever we are here is temporary. If you are going through pains, right from the time you are born, the date, end will come one day. And if it's enjoyment, just like Queen Elizabeth that was born in the palace, lived in the palace, and eventually he died in the palace. So, whether you are going through pain, you are going to live one day. Whether you are going through enjoyment throughout your life, you are going to live one day. But there's a place that is called eternity. And that place will come. It is death that will give us, you know, that will open us to that place. Because I always tell people that death is a change of address. Death is our bad day to eternity. Death is our visa to heaven. No matter how righteous you are, no matter how committed you are, no matter how powerful you are, no matter how influential you are, it is coming, you will stop to exist here or not. So how are we preparing for that? We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we carry nothing out. I want you to register that in your mind. It is when you are alive that you claim of I have this, I have this. After that, you don't have anything. After that, those children, they are not yours. After that, those cars, those those estate are not yours. Those certificates, you can't use it again. Even your children cannot use it after that. And uh, having food and raiment is a little the day with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and snare and into many foolish and awful laws, which draw men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which why some coveted after, they have erred from faith and pire themselves through many sorrows. Every person on this earth is looking for money. But how many people are looking for God? Every person, wherever you are on this earth, hearing me this one, every person is busy looking for money. 
This morning now, people start going out again, going out again, not to go and look for God, to go and look for money. Then how many people are looking for God? It's a privilege for us that we know him. We should hold him tight and make sure that it's our priority. Because whether we serve him or don't serve him, we are still coming back to him. To give account of how we spend our life here or not. The third stage of life is eternity. No time will come to an end after death. After death, there's no calendar again for you. After that, there's no calendar again for me. We enter, we are ushered into eternity. People of God, most of the time I sit down, I think I begin to imagine what eternity is. You know, we, there's no one among us now that we want to live up to 200 years on this earth. Because if you live too long, you see a lot of horrible things, terrible things. If you live too long, you will eventually start burying your children. If you live too long, your body, you know, will become useless. You'll be, they'll be guiding you, they'll be unfolding you. Can you see how vanity this world is? So in as much as we know that our lifespan here is so short compared with eternity, then every day of our life, we should not replace God with anything. And no matter how tight your schedule is, no matter how committed you are in your workplace, remember that your relationship with God is what will determine where you are going to be, where you are going to cross to this third stage of life. I pray for every one of us this morning. We will not miss it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let me go back to that book of, of Job and uh, bring some um, give you some scriptures there. You know, Job 14 verse 2. He coming forth like a flower. Can you see? And is cut down. He flee also as a shadow and continue not. It is coming every one of us will be cut down by death. You know, something happened with one of my members a few days ago. He just called me, said, Daddy, there's trouble. I said, what happened? He called one electrician to erect. He want to change the wooden pole to concrete pole. He now called electrician and he used IAB to bring the pole. While they were trying to man the pole, you know, mistakenly the, the, the pole touched high tension. And that was how the electrician, just 33, 30-something years old, was electrocuted. And then his, his engagement is in two weeks' time. So he's buried now. He came out in the morning and he just he was cut down at death. And there are four things that is mysterious about death. And that's the reason why we just need to serve God. Here on this earth, I think I don't think there's nothing to be proud about because it's all vanity. There are four things that is mysterious about death. Number one, nobody knows when he's going to die. Nobody knows. It's a mystery. Number two, nobody knows where he's going to die. Number three, nobody knows how he's going to die. Number four, nobody knows the next person that will die. So, and death 
is inevitable. So if you see, you know, wake up in the morning and think of this, then it will give you opportunity, you know, to be more closer to God. People go one day, I was very, very scared about this issue of eternity. And I say, Lord, you said in your word that all our righteousness is like a fifty rat. And there's no righteous person that will make it. Then who will now make heaven? When all our righteousness is like a fit, not just a, a, a rat, a fit rat. And God spoke to me that the only people that are qualified to make heaven is two people. Those people, he showed mercy upon. He said, our righteousness, the whatever, our work, our commitment, you know, is, 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 cannot qualify us for that place. I said, hey, Lord, what am I going to do now? And God said, my son, go and work more for mercy. And that was when I went and I bought this uh, speaker, mobile speaker for evangelism. Yesterday now, I was at the bus stop at Ajoma doing evangelism. I just want, I just want to be more committed to him, be more committed to him so that God can show mercy on me. Now, in, in verse 5, he says, Seeing is this at the time, our days at the time. I want you to remember that. That here, this place we are on this earth, our days are determined. And now I want you to consider your age now. Now, when your last born, your last born will be at this age you are now. How do you think you'll be that time? You will not look like this again. And, you know, nobody can rewind time. Yesterday night is gone. Do you know what happened? 24 hours is re removed from the remaining days of your life. Now, today, again, is going now. You can't rewind time. You can't rewind time, and you cannot stop time. So, as the time is in, doing TikTok, TikTok is making us to grow old every second, and is making us to move closer to the grave, if Christ is to come. I want you to know that. So, you are not getting younger, you are getting older, and we are getting closer and closer and closer and closer to eternity. And there are two places. So after that, you don't have any choice. You can't make a choice after that. You can't make a choice. You can make a choice now to relocate from where you are living, the country you are, the city you are, to another place. But after that, you don't have choice. You'll be supernaturally controlled by God. Now, I met one evangelist on the mountain. He was a notorious arm robber. And he, he, they, they, they arrested them, six of them, and they put six, six inches nail on their head. But while they were on the ground, he saw Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ removed the nail, and the man came back to life. After that, they took him to Kirikiri, one prison in, in Lagos. He was there for, I think, one and a half years. So later, he was released and he became an evangelist. Now, he told me, he told us, that while they were going, the moment he died, he found himself in the midst of multitude that you cannot count, and everyone was naked. Nobody talked to each other. Everyone was just going, and it's like there's a machine that is controlling everyone. The way everybody's moving, you are not the one controlling yourself. You are being supernatural control. 
and everyone was going like like bees and they got to a place it was three gates one gate of hell the second one gate of life the third one the waiting gate he said all of a sudden he saw mammon crowd like as if deeper is offloading sand and people are just diving to hell then he said at the, the the gate of life he said he saw only two people there he said they they now he was maneuvered to the waiting gate that was where you know he he he, he was returned back to the earth he said he was in that place for like two hours he said he like only two people enter into the gate of life why millions are just diving into that gate of hell people of god i want you to begin to examine yourself what are those areas of your life as a christian that will make you to be denied of heaven now look at this place in the book of daniel chapter 6 daniel chapter 6 verse number 4 can anybody read for me? Daniel 6, 4. Daniel 6, verse 4. So the governors and the satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. Can that be said of you and me now? That if God will estrate me and you now, will he not find anger? Will he not find lying? Will he not find cheating? Will he not find malice? Will he not find unfaithfulness to God? Will you not find unfaithfulness to your title? Will you not find weakness? Will you not find weariness? Are you as strong as you are when you became born again? Are you not weak now? Do you wake in, do you wake up the night to, to pray? How about your Bible study? How about your uh how about your personal relationship with God in the womb of prayer, in fellowship, personal fellowship with God? Have you not left your first love? These are the things they can't a lot. Look at Daniel here. He said the president, the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find not, no occasion, no fault. For as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. People of God, I want you to go this morning, you know, as we prepare for what examine, examine yourself. Are you where you are supposed to be? I used to use somebody in the Bible to pray, and that person's name is Enoch. The Bible says Enoch was so holy, Enoch was so pure, Enoch worked with God for 300 years. There's no fault, there's no backsliding, there's no weakness for three unbroken relationship with God. And God looked down from heaven. Ah, and God said, Enoch, you are not fit, you know, to 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 be among men. You you live like us here. There was nobody like you on the earth. Enoch, Enoch, report to heaven. 
Enoch report to heaven. God break protocol because of Enoch. Enoch did not see death because of purity. Enoch did not see death because of righteousness. Enoch did not see death because of his unbroken relationship with God. Do you know at times we break covenant, we break promise. Oh Lord, at least I want to be waiting for one hour every day your presence. Did you keep to read? Oh Lord, at least I want to be reading three chapters of the Bible every day. Did you keep to read? Oh Lord, at least once in a week, I want to do evangelism, I want to win soul. Did you keep to read? He not kept to his promise, the covenant with God for 300 years. He was not an angel, a human being, one of the human like us, and God sighted him, and God took him to heaven. He not just disappeared from this earth and appeared in heaven. This will make me to know that God is watching over us. In the book of Psalm 18, verse 20, he said, I have found my servant David, with my holy oil I have anointed him. So God is in the business of looking for people, people that have clean heart, people that have pure heart, not just a religion, not just I'm a Jehovah's not just I'm a bishop, that's not it, it's just a title. What God is looking about is your heart. Is it at service or high service? No, majority of Christians today is high service, not at service. And it is at service now, see God. People of God, I encourage you this morning. Nobody knows what is going to happen. We're preparing for 2023. So, some months ago, we entered into 2022. You were surprised now that 2022 is going. And what is happening now? One year is going out of your lifespan. One year is going out of my lifespan. So, as we are preparing to, 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 to go to work, to make living, want to, to buy a house, to get married, you know, to have children, to have grandchildren, you know, to travel, to buy private jet, or whatever you your desire and vision. Don't forget that six feet is the end of everyone, including me. No matter how beautiful you are, no matter how great you are, no matter how popular you are, it is the same size with a poor man, six feet. And casket is the same size. It may be very expensive anyway, but it's still the same six by six. And that is the end of man. So one day, if criteria is to come, myself and you, we are going to come to that stage. So how are you preparing? I pray for you today that God Almighty will give you grace and me grace Amen. to be more committed, to be more loyal to him Amen. and to serve him in the purity of your heart. Now, in the book of Deuteronomy, Chapter 30. Can you please read for me? Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Deuteronomy 30, and verse 19. I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Verse 20. Sorry, verse 20. That you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him. For he is, he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to, swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. Amen. People of God, I want to tell you this one. Everything we are looking for in life is in the hand of God. 
He said, thou, for thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wet. He said, I wish above all things, that thou mayest prosper and be head, even as thou so prosper. He said, say it to the righteous, it shall be well with him, and it shall eat the fruit of his doing. People of God, I got this secret, and I'm, I'm committed to it, and, you know, God is helping. The, you know, the, the, we are here or not for three things. I always tell people that, for three things. The first one, we are here or not to serve God. That should be the first thing in your life. Like I used to tell them, my, fa my family, my wife and my children, I always tell them, God is my first priority in life, not my wife, not my children, not anything. God is. Because without him, I would have died. Without him, I can't live. If God decides to abandon us for one minute, we, we, are, we are dead already. Satan will finish us. So if you hold on to him, he said, for seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, all other things shall be added to you. But you know that every 99% of people on this earth, they were busy looking for all, that, all other things above the owner of all those things. So if you are wise enough to hold him with highest and you are committed to him. Now look at this, you know, people in the Bible, when there was no food and people were boiling their children and they were eating their children, people were going to buy, you know, dunks of turtledoves in the market. God was busy taking care of Elijah. He prepared a way for Elijah when there was no water in Israel. That's God. Now, they prepare then of lion to to deliberately for Daniel. They took him there. Did lion kill him? No. Lion became a friend to Daniel. When they organized conspiracy against the three Hebrews, in fact, they increased the volume of the fire in sevenfold. They tied these three guys. But before they got there, Jesus was already waiting for them there. Fire could not have any power over them. So it it is wisdom for you and me to get hooked to this God. He said, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There's no one that can protect us apart from God. There's no one that can preserve our life apart from God. Do you know that as we wake up this morning now, people have started dying. Every second, many people are dying, dying, dying. Do you know how many people that have died since you are born? Do you think it's by your power, your life is God? So if God can be so kind and be so committed to your life like this, then what are you doing for him in return? What is your commitment in his kingdom? How committed are you in the place of service? You know, coronavirus pandemic has made a lot of children of God to be weak. You know, avoiding, you know, he said we should not forsake the fellowship what was set together. But today some people is online. You know, and they, they have time to go to work. They have time to do two type of job, but they don't have time to go for service that is just live for two hours. I'll be preparing for eternity. And we have forgotten that all these things we are laboring for, we are not going to go with them. You know, by the time you get to 60 years of age now, you begin to write away. You begin to write away. Can you see? So which means everything you have labored for in your life, you are not the owner of, of this thing. You are going to give it out after that, they will begin to share it. Even some children too, you know, some children, they begin to fight, kill, kill themselves because of, you know, because of uh, 
properties of their parents. People of God. And that is why, you know, Solomon, after he has considered all this, he said, no, 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 no. He said, vanity upon vanity. All the vanity and the decision. There's nothing Solomon did not try. Solomon has put swimming pool. You know, so Solomon's temple, you know, he, they, they, build, they build it with gold. Solomon, you no, know, there's nothing you are looking for. Solomon started you know, going to women, started marrying different types of women. The one that is tall, the one that is fat, the one that is slim. Solomon had about 700 wives and 300 their friend, Kokumbai, 1,000. And he would ask for all of them for you to know how worthy Solomon was. But at the end, Solomon said, oh, I've considered everything under the sun and my conclusion is vanity upon vanity. And all is vanity and vexation of spirit. People of God, that is it. Okay, look at this. Uh, your queen, the queen Elizabeth, he was born in the palace, he's cool in the palace, he died in the palace. And by the time they were buried her, they removed her from the palace and took her from the her. That is how, how vanity is ended. As I'm trying to round up, the second thing, the second reason why you are created is to fulfill destiny. And destiny is the reason why God created you. And I discovered that 95% of people that is living on this earth, they don't fulfill destiny. Only about 5% cross to destiny. Destiny is your assignment on earth. Destiny is the reason why God created you. When you cross to destiny, you don't struggle again. When you cross to destiny, you know, you, you will be served. You are not the one that will be serving. When you cross to destiny, you will not hustle again, you will not struggle again. When you cross to destiny, you are the one that will become a blessing to people. You will not be looking onto people for help. People will be looking onto you for help because you have more than enough, you know, to give out. So my case today now is not what I want to eat or what I want to drink or what I want to become. Is Lord, give me grace to improve on my welfare, to widow, to orphan, to so many things. No evangelism outreach. That is destiny. So it is God that created you that knows your destiny. So when you are hooked to God, God Almighty will unfold your destiny and he will back you up to fulfill it and your life will shine. And I pray for you today, you will shine in the name of Jesus. You will rise, you will shine, you will say, you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Notice in the name of Jesus. Amen. That will take over your portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the, the last thing is the third one is we are here, people of God, to prepare for eternity. So the question is this are you preparing for eternity? The last scripture before I ran up, Deuteronomy 10. Deuteronomy 10. This is one of my mentors in the Bible. Deuteronomy 10 is my mentor in the Bible. 10 verse 12. And now Israel, I used to put my name there. And now first things. What does the Lord your God require of you to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his way, to love him and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul to keep his commandment to keep the commandment of the lord and the status which i command you this day for your good so the same can say i give to you today people of god go back to this picture where is that area of your life that you see need to brace up wherever where, where is that area of your life you need to adjust people of god please do that for your own interest for your own sake and i pray for you this morning among the few that will make it at last may you be one of them in the name of jesus Amen. just to pray just to pray and then i wait i want you to pray oh lord among the few people that make it at last lord can't nobody if there's any issue in my life anything in my life that i need to correct don't help me to adjust today I want you to pray this prayer. Evil family pattern of my father's house. That is brought limitation to my life. Break it away today and release me. Break it Amen. 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 Amen.
2022. We are received today in the name of Jesus. Your heart has yet to be met. We are receiving now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.